What's going on and welcome into another Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. I'm Daniel Salerson. Hope everyone is doing well today. We're getting set for the weekend here and we're getting closer and closer to Pelicans basketball next Wednesday. The first scrimmage for New Orleans as they'll take on the Brooklyn Nets. We'll have more on that in just a little bit. But joining us once again, making another appearance is Mark Spears, senior NBA writer for ESPN's The Undefeated. As I know you're probably thinking, we just had Mark on, but we have to check in with Mark because he is in the Orlando bubble. He is in quarantine, so we figured we'd keep him company at least for 15 or 20 minutes or so um, out of his day. Mark, uh, how is the bubble treating you? How's it going? Can y'all send me some gumbo or something? Some uh, jambalaya? Can can y'all give me some of my Aunt Aunt Miss P's gumbo, man? What I I would do to get that. It's... um, it's been an ex- interesting experience. I've been here since Sunday. The room's fine. I mean, it's uh, I, I would liken it to being at a Ramada. Um, in terms of like the players, trust me, they're at a much better hotel than we are. Um, but the room's fine. I got a king bed. Um, I got enough space. I think the hard thing is just being stuck in a room, you know, all day when I'm like used to going off even during uh, the virus, I've been taking a walk for an hour, uh, just getting some fresh air. And so to be stuck in a room for a week is tough. And you, you don't, you know, they're, they're trying to do their best meals wise, but I, I try to eat pretty healthy, even though what I said at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was actually really happy today to get like, I was like, please, I wish they would just send this every day for breakfast some granola and some, some yogurt, you know, and that's what I pretty much eat every morning. Might have some turkey bacon with it, but I was like, cool, we got a light breakfast today, you know, so we don't get to choose our breakfast or our lunch or our dinners. And basically what they do is just knock on the door at eight at uh, noon and at six with our meals, but our dinner time, you can uh, order room service. Um, but I would like in <laughs> the room service here to probably be like eating at Denny's. Okay. So when you're used to that New Orleans grub, man, you used to, your, your palate's at a certain level, you know? So it's um it's been a certain challenge, but from a health standpoint, now that's on a different atmosphere. Uh, I call this the greatest science experiment I've ever seen. Like, we get... Uh, tested for COVID every day. I've had four, and um, um, I think I've taken it that four times. I've gotten results on three, all good results. Good. Every day I have to <clears throat> take this out. The thermometer, they check your temperature. Then I'm still tr- trying to figure out what this is, but it, like you put <laughs> this on your finger, and it gives them like. Uh, your oxygen rate or something yep. like that. So I have to, you know, put it, <clears throat> excuse me, put it uh, on my finger daily and track that. There's also another gadget that we get once we get at what that I got, but it's really not going to be worth anything until I get out. But you put it on your credential and if I'm within six feet of you, it starts buzzing. They also gave us like 20 masks. I got Clorox wipes. You know how hard that's the first time I've gotten these since the pandemic started. I, Those are hard to come by. I got two packs. 
Clorox wipes. So from you know the accommodation standpoint, okay. Food standpoint is a you know, um, but in terms of the health standpoint, I feel like I'm in the healthiest place in America. I really do. Um, and if if something were to go wrong, there's a means nearby for me to get help. So uh, trust and believe that the Pelicans players are in a, in a very healthy environment um, that I wish the entire nation and the world could be in. No doubt about that. And I'm glad you mentioned kind of the safety of this all because we've been kind of seeing how players are doing in this and even checking in overall on the health. And it seems like, I know it's a small sample size. They've been there for what, nine to 10 days now the Pelicans have, um, but it seems to be going well as far as everyone's following protocol seems like there's really no one that is testing positive for it inside the bubble. I think it was two out of 322. I'm not sure if that was as they entered the bubble or if that was since they've been in the bubble. So it seems like this has been working so far. Do you have faith that these players are going to be able to, you know, make it last long? You know, they're going to be here. Some of them are going to be here for another two months or so. Do you have faith that, you know, they'll be able to continue with this, knowing that they're only about nine to ten days in? Well, for the teams that make it to the second round, there is a reward. You, you know, the players get to bring their families, uh, loved ones in. Uh, they could bring in as many as three people. If maybe if their family's bigger, it could be more. And I think that day here, for them at least, you know, not for me because I can't right. bring anybody, it'll be a happy day. Um, the interesting thing is, when the Pelicans make game seven of the first round, right, <laughs> against the Lakers or something like that. Like, uh, it'll be interesting because there'll be people quarantined on both sides. And imagine there being people quarantining on both sides in hopes of seeing their loved one once the second round starts in the bubble and then that team loses. Right? Yeah. That's gonna be interesting. I quarantine for nothing. I quarantine <laughs> for nothing. You better take me to Disneyland before I get out of here. Exactly. Now, so that, that's of, gonna be funny. There's a there's a lot of different factors going on here, and and I know um, one. I, I wanted to check in because I saw your appearance on Golik and Window the other day, and I think at least I want to know. Did you get your PS4 cord? I know was that able to? Did you get it? Because I know you're a big MLB The Show guy. It's here. I I can't get my packages delivered, man. See, how, how is J.D. and I supposed to send you a care package when you can't even get your packages delivered? Well, hey, well, and we're supposed to change hotels on Monday. So it's like, OK, do I want to bring this big old box? You know, I will say this I'm because I want to send this to her. My family is be are beautiful people. They're in New Orleans. My mom and my aunt are in New Orleans. My mom checks on me. She's called me every day. It's so cute, man. I, I That's like what they really do. That's what mom's that. supposed to do. She called me every day to check on her son. My aunt, Miss Cheryl Patterson, I'm going to tell you this. She sent me this. It's um, vitamin D3. And you have to take it every other day. And she swears on this. And she wore her, her you know, because she, she don't know how to do Amazon. So she wore her daughter out. Her daughter, her her daughter Tia, always gets mad because she loves her nephew so much, and she she I tell her she's a hater that her that her mama loves her nephew, and then she sent me this this power pack 
um, electrolyte stamina, which I probably should have taken last night because I got a leg cramp while I was sleeping. Yeah, so they it's it's been it, it's been cool that they've been checking on me and sending me stuff like that. But hey, I'm for my people, man. I'm taking any care packages, any care packages. I'm I might have to buy a, a microwave too. Maybe in your next hotel you'll get got one. Uh, Zatarans in a pack that you could get, right? Maybe like a ramen noodle kind of thing with Zatarans. Oh, no. <laughs> they got that. I don't know. We'll have to look. No, at but they do have. They do have. Zatarans in a pack now where okay. it's a pouch and you can put it in the microwave and if I can get a side of shrimp even though I don't have no andouille here maybe I can get a side of shrimp and just put it in there and then I can get some jambalaya you know what JD and I will work on that that's one thing that we will we'll try to get you a care package when you switch hotels that way wait that way you're all set and I'll our you family it. will take care all right all right um let's talk about a little bit about I know there's basketball scrimmages in the next week but as far as these players getting and practicing, um, we've seen a couple injuries. Yeah, but I don't think they're really muscle-related. Obviously, Darren Fox with the sprained ankle is one of them. Uh, from what you've been hearing from the players, how are they adapting to this bubble mindset, getting back on the floor and getting ready to play games in you know less than two weeks? Well, now I think it's probably when they're going to have the most free time. You know, when the games start, they'll, they'll probably be more fatigued, more time spent in the room, more time spent in the training room. Uh, more time watching game film preparation. So like now they could have fun. They they go to practice for two hours and then it's the most probably free time that they've ever had in their careers because you're not driving home. You're really not running no errands. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. you're not going to visit folks other than I guess your teammates. So what do you do? You know, um, seems like, I don't know if any team is enjoying golfing more than the Pelicans. I think they, I think you're right. Every time I see a video of the Pelicans, it's them golfing. Um, I think you're right. You, between J.J. Now, Redick, Josh Hart, Coach Gentry. Yeah, yeah. and I, I know Alvin probably is out there every day. Now, I don't know that the course is Augusta, but, <laughs> you know, um, I know fishing has been pretty popular as well. Um, but – the sad thing is I haven't been able to leave my rooms. So I don't even know what this property affords. <laughs> like <laughs> what you're seeing is the same thing I'm seeing because I can look out this window and there's like a little lake and there were some guys like working out by the lake, but uh, I didn't have my glasses on. So I couldn't really see what team, but it didn't look like any players. And I'm like, wow, they're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get there. You'll get there. Yeah, I know I'll you will. I'm, I'm, couple- I'm, I'm actually really privileged. It's like a great privilege to be here. You know what I mean? Like I'm one of less than 15 reporters in here. So to be here is historical, Is means a, a, a ton to me. I, I've covered some odd things in my career, sadly, including like, seeing the space shuttle, I mean, not seeing like the space shuttle blowing up over Texas, I think in 2003, and I had to cover that because I was there for a Nuggets game, but they changed my assignment. Mm-hmm. I've been to Bosnia and Turkey for work. Um, been to Africa, at the Africa games, but this this is something that hopefully only, you know, only happens once in our lifetime, and this never happens again, but 
this is, I almost feel like I'm in a part of some just like, like movie, you know, some weird movie, you know what I mean? Like yep. if somebody told you a story, we have this movie, all right? The NBA goes into Orlando. 22 teams, one bubble. Yeah. <laughs> what if I told you? Yeah. <laughs> this is going to play out like a, a 30 for 30. It has to with all the behind the yeah. scenes footage and, you know, just how, you know, we're only 10 days into it. Who knows what's going to happen once once uh, the season gets going. You know, everyone's talking about the snitch hotline. Yeah. You have to think some players are going to be using that someday. I know they don't yeah, want to, but, I mean, what happens if that plays out? Well, it must not have been too bad because I don't know of anybody getting punished. I think what, what we saw with two players uh, getting in trouble for going too far off the property to get their takeout or whatever, their delivery, there's cameras everywhere, man. I don't even know if you need a snitch line. They got people watching. They got cameras everywhere. So, yeah, I just, I said somebody, unless they have that invisible Wonder Woman plane, I don't know how anybody gets on this property. It's just, and and making that kind of mistake is just like trying to sneak somebody on or whatever, and you, you're going to get caught, and it's going to be embarrassing. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's worth it. You know, I think the teams are collectively like, look, we let let's focus on what we're here for. Like complaining ain't gonna change anything. Um, the circumstances are they are, you know. Um, and while I'm come saying what I'm saying about the food, there's people out there that are hungry. You know what I mean? Like so, I I gotta check myself. Um, I'm just trying to give you a picture of what it is, you know, not yeah. saying that I'm too good for it because I'm not. Um, but I, I think that the teams that focus on basketball are probably going to have the most success. And there'll probably be a surprise story because of that. Whereas there might be somebody, man, I'm just tired of this. I can't go nowhere. I can't see my, you know, Whoever has that attitude, which is just, I understand it, that that could certainly, like a team that has a poor attitude about the reality of this, I, I think could have a negative effect on them as a team. So I'm really curious to see how this all plays out. And whoever wins this whole thing, like, yeah, they're going to have an asterisk, uh, an asterisk in a positive way. Like, you, you basically overcame NBA Survivor. I think to, Charles to Barkley said that you should earn a, a championship and a half for this one. Yeah. Does that kind of feel that that same way, basically, because you think it is going to be harder for these teams to survive this long yeah. in the bubble? Yeah, I mean, it's like – like I said, after the second round when their families come in, they'll get better. Um, but it's, uh, it's a long time in one place. But if you think about it, where are we going now? Are right. you going anywhere? Nope. Where have you traveled to? I've been right here. <laughs> no, I mean, outside of this, I went to Dallas for my um, my uncle uh, Joe Neil Armont's funeral, and he's from New Orleans as well. So rest his soul. He was, I think I said last time, he's a youth basketball coach yeah. in, in New Orleans. Um, so I, but I, if, if it wasn't for that, and if it wasn't for this, I I wouldn't have been on a plane. You know what right. I mean? So. In essence, who's going anywhere? 
none of us are going anywhere. So people are like, oh, you guys are stuck. Who's traveling? <laughs> right. You're just in a different location, just not going anywhere, basically. Yeah, exactly. So once I'm able to get out of this room, you know, um, I'll have friends. You know, I got media friends here I get to hang with. I, I don't know. They're telling us we can't hang out with the players, the coaches, and stuff like that. I hope a lot of that, you know, goes down. I, I'd love to have dinner with J.J. Redick. I've known Alvin a long time. And you talk about somebody that's going to make you laugh. Yeah. Alvin's that guy. Laugh. Yeah. So I, there's a lot of people I'd like to spend time with and I think would like to spend time with me. So hopefully that will, you know, calm down a little. And you mentioned J.J. Redick, and he's um, had a lot to say about social justice issues um, on his podcast with The Ringer. We just had Drew Holiday come out. His entire paycheck from this bubble is now going to black-owned businesses and other charities across the country, most of it going Five into New Orleans. Absolutely. One was to say about, you know, Drew and kind of doing this, you know, out of the kindness of his heart, but also the fact that we talked about, you know, no one wants these no one wants these issues to go away as far as keep talking about them. Do you feel like 10 days in that you still have people having these conversations about what's going on across the country, not pandemic wise, but social justice wise, do you feel like that conversation is, is ongoing and players are going to be able to get their platform or use their platform uh, to make some positive change? Well, JJ Redick is, is about as woke as a white dude you're going to find. So he's a, he's a pleasure to be around. He gets it. And, and I think it's because basketball has pain, you know, put a bridge between him and the black community. He's been around the black community since he was, you know, probably a teenager or, you know, maybe preteen playing in these youth basketball tournaments where a lot of times I guess he was the minority as he is on this team. As, as he might be the only white American on the team, right? So, um, so I think it gives him a, a unique uh, neighborhood that perhaps a lot of white Americans don't get. And so he has heard the pain, heard the plight of the African-American. And, and I remember he was on that Clippers team uh, that, you know, got that had Donald Sterling situation and he was one of the louder players, which even though he wasn't black, he's one of a lot of players. So that says a lot about him as a person. Drew Holiday and his wife are just, just beautiful people. I, I remember, I, I think you were there, Daniel. I went to that uh, thing he did around Thanksgiving time, the turkey giveaway mm-hmm. he did at a, like this old facility. I guess the New Orleans Buccaneers once practicing, they were telling okay. me. But, but, you know. It was beautiful seeing his daughter there too. And he is, he's always giving back, man. That's his heart, his, the giving that they have, have given just special. So you, you, you're asking about keeping the message going or keeping the movement going that keeps the movement going. Having guys like JJ Reddick, that will say something. Having guys like, you know, Drew holiday who will give $5 million, $5 million to different different places and, and as brilliant as he and his wife are, I know that they're going to do it the right way. And then you even have, um, uh, the, the nuggets forward. Uh, God, I forgot his name. Um, basically 
everything he said in his press conference yesterday, like he mentioned that Breonna Taylor's, yeah, as he said, Breonna Taylor's murders are still out there. Um, so, um, Grant, a oh, Jeremy Grant, Jeremy Grant, yep. yeah. So, I think the player determines whether the message stays alive or not, and. I think there's going to be some, I'm curious to see some of the creative ways that it's going to stay alive. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're right. I think the conversation will, will go on as long as this bubble goes on. So, and I know there's a lot of people out there that are doing what they can to, again, create some positive change uh, regarding social justice. And again, you mentioned Drew Hawley and JJ Riddick, two great examples from the Pelicans organization. Mark, um, I'm going to let you go here. I know you have plenty of time in the bubble, but I know you're keeping busy. I'm going to get on JD. We're going to send you, uh, we'll, we'll get your address for your next hotel once you get out I'm, of quarantine. I'm, I'm texting to you as soon as I get it. Okay. Make sure. And, uh, um, send, it, send, it, send it to Pelican Station. Help, help the boy out. I need, uh, I need my, my people from all my restaurants, man. We got you. We'll, it, it's funny. It's the little things now. They, uh, I think on Golic, they asked me if I could leave, if I could, if I could get in trouble, for getting some food, what would I get? And I told him, actually, it would be for a new New Orleans daiquiri. Yep, I remember what I saw that. <laughs> so would it be food? I, I just want to get it. I, I just want to get a, a you know milk. Uh, what would they call them? The the gallons. I need. I just want a gallon of jungle juice and uh, octane mix, and I'll be happy. We'll see if we can get you a blender in your room. Maybe get some mixture in there, and then you'll be ready oh, to go. You won't have to leave. If y'all can do that, oh, I might cry. I might <laughs> cry if y'all can do that. Yeah, man. All right. Mark, well, I really appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Uh, stay safe down there in the bubble. Keep up the great work, and we look forward to, to all your work covering the Pelicans and the entire NBA in these next couple months. Stay safe, my friend. My brother, Daniel. Peace, bro. All right, that will do it for today's Pelicans podcast presented by Seeky Cope. Everyone has a great weekend. We'll continue to have more podcasts for you next week. And we'll also start games on the Pelicans radio network. The scrimmages, the Pelicans will have you covered for those. And stay tuned for more updates on where you can find how, how to listen to those scrimmage games as we gear up. Pelicans restart just around the corner. Until next week, I'm Daniel Salerson. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend.